Well, everybody loves an unbeaten horse, and this horse appears exciting, as we've documented previously, Grishetti. He steps out again here tomorrow at Tarapa, and he's going up to 1,400 metres for the first time. Now, I put this race to where his last start, and he was sent out about $1.20 uh, at this same track that he runs at tomorrow, Tarapa. So I'll pick up the closing stages of this race because if you took the $1.20, you were smiling... Um, on the point of the bend, but it went a bit hairy after that. Been followed by Gildelf as they turn for home. Out wider and Pinder Bell. He tried to go for a run on the favourite on the inside. He's just labouring at this stage, although he's looking to warm up now. Tower fly pass and Pinder Bell out wide. Crochetti coming through along the inside. Right there also Sarko. Sarko Crochetti. He's now made the lead at the 100 metres. Well, I don't think he was completely comfortable in the conditions, but he looks comfortable at the line, doesn't he? Crochetti. He certainly ball. did. And joining us now is the co-trainer of this horse, Danny Walker. How are you? Danny? Yeah, good. Thank you, Steve. What were you thinking there at the top of the straight when Warren Kennedy went to come outside, but he was forced to go up the inside and held up there for a period of time? Yeah, oh, I, to be honest, I wasn't too worried. I just thought um, the horse was a bit green the outside of him rolled in and then it rolled out again as soon as it rolled in. So there was no need to panic. He ticked a few boxes there. Number one, it was a heavy track first time and also first time he's actually sat off a runner. Yeah, um, the track was wet, but it actually wasn't too bad, and getting fresh use of it was probably the key. What and does... Sorry, Danny. Yeah, and, and, and sitting off him, um, I've never had a problem with that. Um, he can do it if he wants to, but, um, like, he just sort of gets to the lead very easily and only does what he has to do in front. That's the exciting thing about him. He still looks like he's got so much more to offer. Yeah, I do think so. Um, but, you know, proof's in the pudding sometimes, and so Saturday will be a test. We often talk about the offers. Are they continuing to try and buy this horse? Um, I've had a couple of rings, but nothing. Nothing that has even interested the owner, so he's happy to keep the horse and good on him. Back to... Uh, he had the penalty in that race as well, so back to set weights here as he goes to 1,400 for the first time to Rapa here. Yeah, um, that, that gives it a level playing field, doesn't it? You know, um, all the ducks are in a row and um, they're all on the same weight. They're all colts, no fillies. Um, and uh, they, they all get an even chance, really. Of course, the Rogerson's horse we did see in Brisbane, he didn't have a lot of luck in his second run in Brisbane during the carnival. He's talented, isn't he? Solidified. So and a few others that can gallop a bit. Yeah. Um, no, there's, there's five or six in the race that are very handy and... and a couple of maideners in the race aren't probably the worst maideners either. And um, when they're three-year-olds, sometimes they can step up above the ground, up above their weight, you know. So, oh, well, just, yeah. In, saying, yeah, in saying that, he'd be very short, wouldn't he, in pre-post market? Yeah, he is. Um, I think they've got him at $1.65 or something at the moment. Have you ever had a bet on him along the way? Yeah, I did. I backed him in his very first start. Um, I just thought he was a moral on his first start he ever had. Um, and he, I think he paid about six bucks in the end. Why did you think he was a good thing? Oh, he just gave us that feel of a good horse right from where Dot really. And um, he had a trial, I think, about October, and over 600 metres and just did everything 100%. We gave him a spell, we brought him back, we gave him a jump out. At Pocket Co, and he ran by about half a length of the straight, and he just—he was just working like a machine, and 
the barrier draw and everything. It's just good track, everything, just everything tech the boxes. What's the track going to be like here? Uh, the track should be really good. We're getting really good weather now. Um, it's come up a soft six. I'd say the track will be um, the track will be running pretty new and perfect on a new bit of ground on the running rails. So um, I, I'd say they'll be running twelve hundred and one nine one ten. That's the thing. He's recorded some fast times. I remember he went faster than Dragon Leap a couple of starts ago. He ended up being placed in a group one. It's next start. Yes, his sectionals have been um, first class all the way through. Um, sectionally, if you go on the sectionals, he's probably the fastest three-year-old in the country. And he's right up there with probably one of the fastest horses this season in New Zealand. So um, I think only Legato has run faster sectionals than him. Who's heading towards the Golden Eagle at its next start. Yeah, 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 she's a sighting mare. She is indeed. Yeah. How, how are you feeling, nerves? I mean, are you feeling pressure at all? No. This horse, this horse doesn't make me nervous. He makes the owner a bit nervous, um, but he doesn't make me nervous. He, he just, I don't know, he just seems to have a calming effect on us. He's such a cruisy, laid-back horse, and he, nothing he does really makes us, you know, um, you get goosebumps watching him. Don't worry about that on race day. But I just don't seem to get... Maybe they might come tomorrow, I don't know. Just tell the owner to play some more relaxing Dean Martin music to keep his nerves at bay. Of course, <laughs> yeah. this is named after Dean Martin, as you told us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, I think he probably plays them on the radio on the way to the races. And But he, he gets a bit he gets a bit nervous when he's at the races. Yeah. But he's hard case and, and, and uh, makes you laugh. Tell me about the owner and a bit about him. Daniel? Yes. He's a very successful businessman. Um hell of a good guy, top bloke, really good owner. He's marvellous to train for. Anyone, anyone that's trained a horse for him will tell you that um, he's a good horse guy to train for. He, he owns the training establishment that me and a few others train on, so there's probably about 130-odd, 40-odd horses here. Um, he owns the property. It's a lovely property. Um, and he's uh, breeding. He's got 20-odd mares he's breeding from every year. And Danny, where's your base? At Briley Park, which is just south of Auckland, um, just out from Karaka. So trip to Tarapa here, how long does that take? About an hour and a half. All right, so not too far at all. No, it's not too far. Yeah. All right, well, good luck. Fingers crossed. We just hope he keeps winning. Of course, the main aim that you've told us about right through is November 11, the 2000 Guineas, and it's a serious race. And I've, I want to mention some of the good horses that have won that in a moment, but that's over a mile. What do you do after this race? Um, he'll that's three weeks until the guinea, so he won't run again after Saturday. And then if he happens to win that, a break, and then Sydney Autumn maybe? Oh, he'll have a break, and then we'll make plans after that. Yeah. He didn't go through a sale, did he? No. 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 No, he bred him, and Daniel bred him, so um, it'd be a big feather in his cap if he could breed a group one winner and own it as well, so yeah. he'd, he'd be a heavy man. Yeah. And when did you geld the horse? He was gilded. He was gilded uh, before, after he got broken in, I think. Yeah, after he got broken in. And he's by Zakinto. What's been the best since this horse came along, or prior to this horse coming along? Zakinto wise, mm. um, he's had a few winners overseas. Um, I think he's had a couple. I think Daniel told me he's had about four Group One winners before. Um, the name of the horses escaped me completely. 
I've just looked it up. Yeah, he's a doozy. Was one you go yes, for Scolo? Right. Yep, that's one. Yep. Secret Allure, and you called it the Chris Lee's uh, won a couple of features, one in Brisbane, the Loch Ness Stakes. You called it. So there's a couple of handy ones, but this this potentially yeah. the best. Yeah. He he. Two years ago, he became infertile. Um, the horse, so he's no longer with us. There you go. He's by Dan mm. Silly, of course, the Kinto. Mm. Look, good luck with him. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you, Steve. There he is. That's Denny Walker. Aaron Tartar is the other trainer of this very exciting horse, isn't he? Four starts, four wins. As I said, all the first three he led, did it very easily. The other day he sat uh, for the first time off one. Uh, scary moments, as you heard, up along the fence. First time on a, on a track under that, that rating as well. And uh, here he lines up here as a short price favourite. Now, if you want to watch this horse, it's coming on at 12 past one. I worked it out. Eastern Standard. So 12 past one, if you're in New South Wales, or, of course, just work it out. Uh, but that'll be 2.12 for you guys. And so what would that be in uh, South Australian time? Now, uh, that'd be, uh, what would that be? Um, 1.42, wouldn't it? Uh, SA time, and for you guys in the NT, that would be 12.42. <laughs> I hope I've got that all right. But anyway, just watch him tomorrow, folks, at Tarapa, because he's exciting, and he's he's chasing five starts, five wins. Greschetti.